Morning, Alexis. Good morning to you in the US. Now, I'm I'm here in the UK. It's 4 p.m. in the afternoon. It's just after 10 a.m. in the US. Can you paint me a picture, Thomas, which part of the States you're in, where you are, what's around you, what what's outside your front door, just to just to uh, give our listeners a little bit of an idea of of, you know, of, of where you are. So I'm in I'm in um, Illinois, um, not Chicago, Illinois, but it's like South Illinois. Um, yeah. it's, it's very low land. Like I think it's below um, sea level. So it's, right. when it rains, it really floods a lot, which is weird. Because okay. the states, because the states next to us are very they're mountainous. Like Missouri is very hilly and mountainous. Gotcha. So I just I don't know where Illinois went wrong. Um, it's gloomy <laughs> outside, you know. It's, it's a little chilly. Um, it's green. What, it's all, what's it's, the temperature there at the moment? It's thirty-four degrees Fahrenheit. So that's in uh, in 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 new money. That's that's only what even a degree, one or two degree above above zero. Uh, yeah, yes, or even. even less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty it's pretty chilly out here. It's not too bad, cause, you know. The wind wind is what makes it really bad. When it's just still cold, no wind, it's it's bearable. So you've got a big wind chill uh, down there. No, not right now. Hallelujah, because I, I hate the wind chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've started to wear this this beanie hat thing, and I I because I've got very sensitive ears, and if I don't wear a hat, um. I come back with either a little bit of a headache or just very, very, very cold ears. The rest will be fine. Yeah, I um, I don't like the cold at all. <laughs> well, look, um, I, I, me, I'm in um, northwest London in the UK. Um, I'm in, as a lot of us are in the world. Again, let, let's let's not, uh, we can't forget about it, but let's brush over. You know, we. Uh, definitely in the UK, we are in our third lockdown. We started last. Uh, we started this week, beginning of this week. Um, and I'm in uh, northwest part of uh, London, in the outskirts of London, not far from Wembley, where there's the famous Wembley Stadium. Um, I'm literally a few miles away from there. And the weather here, yeah, about a couple of degrees. Nice weather today. Just came back from a, lo- a lovely walk, so um, I'm fired up and raring to go. Now you came up with this subject. Uh, Subject, if I understand, is along the lines of plans and goals for 2021. Do you want to sort of kick it off? I've got a few ideas, but you want to kick it off as you came up with the subject matter, and, and we can go from there. Uh, most definitely. Go ahead. So, in terms of like goals and what to expect from 2021, mm-hmm. is just you know, you know, COVID is still a thing in 2021. It's been a year since COVID has been a thing. It's been almost a year since it's been declared a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people have been affected during COVID. And a lot of people, I guess, thought that 2021, will, you know, COVID would disappear. Mm-hmm. But it's still here. So, you know, on my end, I just wanted to discuss of like, you know, what do we, you know, Alexis and myself, what do we expect from ourselves? Do I, what, what do we expect to achieve during 2021? Because it seems like 20, COVID is going to be here for a while. You know, like vaccines have already been out and it seems that there's new strains, i.e. why the UK is on its third lockdown. And, you know, we just want to just want to stay positive with 2021. So I just want to know what the what goals are, because, you know, like goals will always be there no matter if we're in a pandemic or not. So we just got to stay driven and just try to, you know, pull forward. 
Well, give me an idea of which ones. I mean, I'll show you. Obviously, I've got a few written down here. Uh, ideas uh, from more. What are your personal goals for this year? Personal goals for this year, 2021. Honestly, um, finish my associate's degree because everything is online schooling now, so it's a whole lot easier. Mm. Uh, finish my associate's degree, start my bachelor's degree program. Um, I'm testing for my next rank, so I start studying for that soon. So, you know, I'll make it. Uh, for my car, at least get half the payments down for my car for the end of the year. Um, I just got saved by Christ two weeks ago, so get closer to God. You know, build my relationship with my girlfriend, because obviously, you know, all we can do now is talk. <laughs> um, what else? What else are my goals? I, I I have a few. I actually had a vision. I actually created a vision board, and it's I have at least twenty goals. You've got a vision board. Wow. I have a vis- I have a vision board that has wrote down all the goals that I have for the year that I I hope I accomplish. But uh, so far, so good. I start on the right path. I'm reading one book a month. Right. So I'm reading this one book that's called um, "Get Your Life Back" by John Eldridge. Mm-hmm. And basically, just it just gives us you know everyday practices for a world gone mad, which literally is. So it basically talks about how we we need to give ourselves more self love and more self evaluation, and basically refrain from using our phones as much or social media and stop comparing ourselves to other people because you know God has their path written out already and He has ours, so we're trying to figure out ours. We should be worried about figuring out ours and not somebody else's. Because once you start comparing yourself. To somebody else's, i.e., social media with celebrities, we look at ourselves like we're not doing anything in the world, but God already has His plan, and we're already doing a lot. So, it also talks about, you know, obviously there's biblical scriptures in there, and just describe just just how life is today, and basically saying that we need to be more like, you know, more accountable, more responsible, get closer to God, or whoever you believe in, and you know, just just. Remain humble and just, you know, believe in your faith. Uh, you hit a uh, very interesting, thank you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really, I was listening attentively as always uh, when you talk. You have this, um, uh, I don't know if you realize, and this is meant as a, uh, an observation and it may come across as a compliment, it's more an observation, a positive one. Uh, when you talk, um, I, I seem to listen a lot more than a lot of people that I listen to. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, you have this natural ability to, you have a lot of gravitas in what you say. But regards to goals for 2021, you hit on a subject, and I don't know how you've done it, but you've, you've managed to marry these two subjects together perfectly. And I, I think we should uh, progress it with the goals and social media. Because um, I went on, as I said, I went on a one hour walk before we met purposely to sort of brainstorm for our call because I wanted to get some good ideas together and get the old subconscious, you know, kicking to the front of the, uh, of, of the brain to, to give me some ideas. And this, the last year we've been through projecting into this year, my goals are, I've got some tasks which are different. So do I want to accomplish certain things? Yes, I do. I'd like to get this podcast off the ground. I'd like to spread the word. I'd like to do, have more um, conversations, podcasts with interesting people. My excuse, and I put here, reaching out. You know, my 
my goal for this year is to reach out to more people that I've not yet met or people that I met, but I haven't really uh, progressed anything a relationship with or a really connection with. And I've also put here sharing more. So, you know, I always believe that if you share more, you give more, you get more back. Um, I put here being a better, a, a better father and a better husband, uh, being more in the moment. I think the last nine months has taught me to appreciate even more what you've got. Um, right. Big time. Reading more. I think you hit the nail on the head. I like, I'm not a very good reader. And I've just started reading this book on negotiation is the top FBI negotiator in the US and uh, he's written a book and it's absolutely amazing and can be applied to any parts of your life. Um, and I'll share the title in a minute because I haven't got it next to me. Um, and I also put a chance to recalibrate uh, because the, what, what, the, what the last nine months or ten months, as you said, eloquently taught me is that I'm actually keeping it simple and like you already said, keeping it in the moment and appreciating what you've got and being humble is um, is a wonderful thing. And I think once you, and I don't want to be, uh, to sound conceited or arrogant, but once you get it, once the eureka moment happens, once the penny drops, once that, that, that um, mindset moment of appreciation and gratification and self-gratitude and mindfulness kicks in uh, at whatever level and you're just grateful for what you've got and you're generally grateful in your attitude um, and humble as you are, I think I'd like to build on what, on what I've already started and, and make that even better and if you like more consistent or more um, just spread the word a lot more, you know, just have more moments. You know, I had one the other day uh, with uh, somebody I met on my travels on my, on, uh, through, I was going to a business meeting um, at one of the petrol forecourts that I deal with in the UK. And I stopped by somewhere else, another one, just to fill up and get to get a, a, a drink or coffee. And I just started talking to this woman randomly, which happens to me quite often, if I'm honest, but not in these times. Recently, it's been a lot more difficult because people... I don't know if you found that out. I was walking around the block here. I did a three, four mile walk. And so few people now will dare even look at you, give you an eye, give you eye contact. Right. I find that quite, quite I've noticed that immediately in the last few months because people are obviously fearful or I've had the fear, you know, I've been managed by fear now by the government or are scared. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and I just spoke to this woman and, you could see, and it was, and it, and it was likewise. It wasn't just uh, for her, but for me, we both of us, we just had this simple gratitude and appreciation. We were just having a positive, innocent, interesting conversation. We never met before, uh -huh. but we were just having a conversation. We had a little moan. We got out of our little, you know, our little gripes about the way the government is managing things right or wrong really as that was an excuse to get the conversation started and then we just had a nice chat um and we said yeah i said have a great day you know have a great week whatever enjoy yourself and and that was it and i think for me when you set the subject today you know goals and plans for 2021 for me i would be interested to to hear your perspective with people you mix with people you talk to and if you've already had these conversations or in the last few weeks, because it doesn't have to be a calendar thing, but has has anyone really 
or I hope, has anyone really learned anything from the last nine months? So, so people, okay, let me think. So with the friends that I have or people that I know, um, they haven't really been affected by COVID much because most of them are in the military. Right. So when it comes to like, if they got affected, it's more like family based more than right. I guess financially based. But looking forward to 2021, I'm actually mentoring this uh, one of my friends and you know, she's going through a rough time and I introduced, you know, I introduced the Bible to her or the case may be. And I just, I give her a couple books to read and, you know, cause I, she's going through a, a rough time right now and I'm just mentoring her and just let her know, like, you know, if this answer your question, like, you know, that God has his plan for you, you know, just, just be patient, mm-hmm. just be patient, you know, grow yourself value. That's the first thing you got to do. And and just grow yourself word so you know you can feel better about yourself, you know. But in regards to 2020, I I don't I don't really know much people that really, really got affected by it, and that's a blessing. But affected can be mentally or psycho- uh, psychologically, because I'm speaking to randomly different people, you know, from business people to sole traders to to tradesmen to you name it. I speak to the whole gamut, if you like, of 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 people in society or most of them um and there is this with the most superficial of people if you like people that are more into materialism or more into just living the week as it goes and not really thinking too much about things they're now starting to think a bit they're now starting to right a bit of self-reflection and going actually what is important actually what what, what do i need do, right. do i need to buy that other car no no i don't Actually, it's made me really stop and think about things. And I think when you, in the beginning of our, of our, of our chat, you start talking about social media. And I, I think, as I said, you hit the nail on the head. And now I'll sort of progress a little bit further. I, I've used social media for well, a long time. I, I, yeah, many, many years, more or less since it started. And um, I, I mean, I'm hardly on Facebook at the moment, apart from uh, trying to sort of spread the word of this podcast. I, I don't use Facebook anymore. I just stick to LinkedIn, I may do a little bit of Instagram, but and and you hit the nail on the head with what so a lot of people, uh, and I don't mean this in a patronizing way, but from one of the feedback I get, a lot of people look at posts, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, right, Twitter, TikTok, whatever it may be, and there is this, you know, with with the um, with the dopamine hit, obviously, which I understand from the AI making it addictive, you know, there is this, oh yeah, I want what they've got, or Oh, look, they seem to be having a great time. They are, in inverted commas, successful. Um, oh, look at where they're going on a holiday or look at what car they've got. Um, and you don't often hear in that context, we're saying, are they happy? Right. <laughs> it, it's about materialism, about so-called success. And, and I want some of what they're having. Can, you know, can I be a YouTuber? Because, you know, look at that, look at that. He's got 17 million hits. I'm like, really? <laughs> well, why not? Right. But really, is that, is that the sum total of the conversation that we might have? Or, you know, meaning is I find that social media is creating a, a picture of what the world looks like. And there are some people that may think up to a point, 
that that is the world, which it isn't. Right. Um, and because it's been proven quite a few times, in, uh, I know you know that, but so, there was this, um, um, I think I may mention this on the, on the first podcast I did, there was this um, uh, lady, young lady in China that was uh, the, one of the biggest influencers in China on social media. Um, and then it was quite, this is quite funny. Then her landlord um, got really fed up because she wasn't paying her rent. <laughs> but she was posting <laughs> backgrounds, you know, like a green screen of, hey, I'm in, I'm in um, United Arab Emirates. I'm in Dubai. I'm here. I'm there. Look at me. And, you know, all the bling, the car, right. the, the whole lot. And actually, it was all a green screen behind her. And this landlord was so fed up with her not paying the rent that he decided to take pictures of the flat, which was, let's, I'm going to be polite. And if you're going to be having lunch soon, I won't mention what was also on the floor. But let's just say the flat was not in a great state. And right. he put it on social media. <laughs> and, oh, God. and that went viral because he said, hey, you know, Mrs. Whatever her name is. She had obviously a pseudonym, uh, um, a catchy name. And yet, she said, yeah, you think she's great, do you? Well, this is how great she is. She hasn't paid the rent. So please don't believe what you see. And that, and, and that was a great moment for me of, okay, social media can be useful. And I think it's a great tool if you use it right. Uh, for example, for me, I've got family all over the world. So for me, when I post something when I had my kids when they were very young, they said, oh, lovely to see Toby and Martin grow up. And thank you very much. You know, I'm, I'm I don't know, 2,000 miles away or 100,000, whatever, 1,500 kilometers away. Um, really appreciate it. I wouldn't see, I wouldn't see that otherwise. But apart from that, I don't know. I, th I think social media is, uh, I don't know if it's burst its bubble or if it's becoming a little bit overrated. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what you think. I think social media just got started, to be honest. I, wow. So I'm, gu I'm guilty of comparing myself to other people on social media, whether it's celebrities or millionaires or people that were on the same level as me that made a lot more money than me in, um, in this COVID era. But, you know, as I said, God has his own path for me. God is already talking to me. On how actually, you know, he's guiding me in the direction I should go in my life. And so I recently just deleted my social media a week ago. So I deleted my Instagram. I didn't I didn't delete the account. I just deleted the apps. So I still have my social medias, you know, just in case of anything. Yeah. But I still have but I deleted my Instagram app, Twitter app, Facebook app, and Snapchat Snapchat app. I only have my Facebook Messenger for people to message me, obviously, because you know. That's just that's just pure communication through messaging. But and why did you do that? What was the what was the what was the driver? What was the thing that instigated you to do that? Because um, subconsciously, I'll always be on my social media. If I have the app, I'll go on there and I'll like scroll through it. Then I catch myself. Then I get off. It's basically because we spend too much time looking at other people's lives. Don't get me wrong; it's a beautiful thing. You know, you're looking at other people's life, appreciating them. But we always, as I said, we're human and we're imperfect. We'll always get to the point where we start to compare ourselves. Once I feel like I'm trying to compare myself to somebody, then I feel guilt in my heart. Like I'm not doing enough or my self-value decreases or my self-confidence decreases, you know, and I'm, I'm really big time guilty at that. So it just makes me feel like I'm not doing a lot with my life. When I, when you look at it without a social media, what would you be thinking? I'm doing a lot with my life. Some people are just more fortunate than others, or some people just got a different opportunity than you did. But, you know, your time will come. So I definitely had to get off social media because, one, I don't use it often. And two, you know, I like, 
I don't, I, I don't, there's no benefit of me using social media right in this point in my life. And I needed a detox. And it's just, since I've been off social media, I've had time to do other things, which is focus more on my goals and not be distracted by all the notifications and the alerts and all of the distractions, the temptations that come with social media. As I said, I'm reading a book a month. I'm halfway done with this book for the month. Now I have a next book I'm going to read next, um, next month. It's called The New Jim Crow. It, I, it's just about all the new type of propaganda and all the racial injustices that's going on in this generation. So it's a good read. It's a good read. But I had to get off social media. To focus on myself, I, I had to get off social media. I think everybody should do it. It's just a good detox. Because you realize, you realize how much time you... Because if your fate, So your phone has... Um, it has this, it takes accountability of how much time you spend yeah. on social media. And right now, my time is down probably, I don't know, I don't know what percentage. But as of yesterday, my time on social media is probably like 20 minutes, 30 minutes max. And on my social and my productivity aspect, it rose up a lot. So I'm trying to be more productive with my phone than just lingering and doing absolutely nothing. Cause I'm reading this, I'm reading this um the book, you know, Get Your Life Back by um John Eldridge. And it basically says that, you know, the more you use social media, the more you become a zombie. The more you're using technology, the more you become a zombie. You make your so basically you make your spiritual side of your, your spiritual side of your being a lot more computerized, and that's not what it's made for. It's more it's made for feeling, you know emotion you know joy you know anger you know just just any emotional feeling and when you when you are on social media a lot it programs you to think like a computer to act like a computer which shows no show no emotion or anything of that sort and that's how we get frustrated and overwhelmed because we don't have a processor to handle that stress our brain isn't made that way so that's that's those are just all the reasons that i've been guilty for that i I just had to quit social media for at least at least for now, at at least for now. Probably it's it's gonna be a couple months until I get back on because I'm not missing anything. All this all this um social media drama, on like celebrities or whoever, I just I don't need that in my life right now. It, it does it has nothing to do with my life, and it's just toxic, and I just I just don't need that, you know. So I definitely had to get off social media. I, I had to. All my family have my phone number. They have me on WhatsApp. They got me on Messenger. They have me, they have me on Facebook. They can message me. But outside of that, I social media is a... As I, said, I think social media is the most powerful. Yeah. Either you use it positively or negatively, tool out there. It can be the most... It can be the most inspiring if you look for the right people or it can be the most evil if you don't know where your sense of direction is. Uh, I I think you hit the nail on the head. The last thing, sense of direction. I think the what I have found by uh, speaking to you know I've been lucky to surround myself last few years with some uh, like you, some inspiring people, some interesting people, and uh, there, there's a common thread that's run through, especially the last nine months and and beyond. Actually, the last the, the last few years is quality versus uh, versus superficiality um, is. You know, I was talking to somebody two, three weeks ago and we were talking about the virus and 
and say, you know, and, 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 and again, reflecting what was on social media, what was on me on the media. And I, I just, I, I, I the, the moment was right for, for me to say it. I felt it was right. And I just turned around and I said, look at this guy. And I know him pretty well. He's not a close friend, but I know him pretty well. I said, look, I said, your reality, your world is outside the windows of your house. This is your reality. This is your world. What you see outside with your eyes now, today, that's your world. Your yes. world is not what you see on Twitter. Your world is not what you're told 15 times a day, how bad things are and how we didn't do this and didn't do that and cases are uh, so many and blah, blah, blah. Because if you feed yourself with that, then guess what? What do you think is going to... It's a bit like, a, it's a bit like um, uh, the sales funnel or the, you know, I don't want to swear, but, you know, the, the old adage of whatever you put in your mouth, you know, it, it, you, you, are, you are what you put in your mouth, you know, right. whether that be overweight, whether that be unfit, whether that be uh, your skin not being great, you know, if you're going to eat fast food, you're going to eat crap, then guess what's going to happen? And it's the same thing, I think, with, um, um, with how you use your time. Um, I really do, you know, I'm starting to, to read more books, but it's more self-reflection and, and just... <laughs> Stopping, just stopping for a minute and going, hang on a minute. What, what am I doing? Is this, is this getting me anywhere? Actually, where am I going? Actually, who are my real friends? Who are the real people that I exactly. can count on and I want to spend time with? And the thing that I wrote down today was, uh, you know, you're talking about goals. And, and, and I put the, the last thing I put here was spend. I mean, it's simplistic because I wrote it a few minutes before we started our call. But I put here, spend my time with interesting people. Right. What I mean by that is, I, you know, as somebody said to me many years ago, uh, when he was in, in hospital recovering from, uh, from a cancer operation, he turned around and said, life is not a dress rehearsal. You've got one go at it. And that's the same with the time. We've all got 24 hours a day. So I'm not saying I use it perfectly and beautifully. And I am some kind of, you know, guru of time management. But I am very aware that that's all we've got. And especially at the moment, we've had more time to think. Um, why do I always be spending my time with people just because I'm being not nice to them, but because out of loyalty to them, but actually, am I getting anything for, from it? Yes, I don't mind giving, but you need to get something back. It needs to be a two-way thing. And if you're not being inspired or uh being motivated or being interested with that person then you should cut that person out and spend time either on yourself or with people or with the same people and give them more of your time or maybe find one or two people that you were you'd want to spend your time with and maybe you've just forgotten over the years or you didn't have the courage to pick up the phone to and say you know what and uh, you know what i'm i try to be uh, the practice what i preach there's two people that my wife mentioned last week when I was on holiday with uh, well, when I was back home with, with the wife and kids, and she said to me, "These two people come to mind. These two people. One person, one of these two people walked in and ran my new business for eight days while I dropped everything and took my wife from London to the Czech Republic, which is an eighteen hundred kilometer drive uh -huh. to to her wife to her mother's funeral." Now, I phoned up these two guys. I phoned up two guys at the time. The guy who I thought would say yes said no. And the guy who I thought might help but probably would say no said yes. And he basically came in and said, what do you need, Alexi? I said, 
I, I, I was lost for words. This was a long time ago now, 16 years ago. And he said, uh, look, you, you need me? Fine. You just uh, get me a hotel nearby, pay for the hotel. I'll run your business. Um, and then when you come back, um, I'll say thank you very much. And this is one of the people that I reached out to say I need to call you on Monday. And there was another guy that I used to be very, very, not close to, but he, when I was working for a previous company in the UK, and he was a guy I had a lot of time for. We connected really well with. And I haven't spoken to him for about a year. And I said, do you mind if I call you on Monday? And he said, here's my number. Alexi, an absolute pleasure. And it's more reaching out with people and spending time with people that you might learn something from, appreciate being with, be inspired by, um, and just be grateful for. You know, there are some people, I mean, I don't want to sound too... Uh, sanctimonious or, or or like I've just been hit on the head by a bolt of lightning but <laughs> you know, there are some people that you can I'm already saying th my mind already wants to say thank you before we've even started the the meeting or the conversation because I'm just grateful to be in their company because uh, I know it's going to be good before I called you today I knew and not to be uh uh, to, to, to blow smoke up your water, but I knew that whatever we would talk about today or the moment that we've had today would be great, of quality, and interesting. That, that, that I already knew. So it's not even an expectation. It, you, you just feel it. It's right. a connection. And I think having that connection with more people or having more quality connections is my main goal for, for this year. And if I have a connection with somebody that maybe isn't in my close circle of, let's say, friends, then trying to make that more meaningful. Yeah. Great example, I walked around the block today, as I said, did three or four mile walk, and there was this woman coming towards me, and I had a choice to not look at her as everybody else is doing, not giving you the, the eye contact. And I just looked at her. I slowed down the way I was. I, I just slowed down a bit, made sure that when she lifted up her head, I smiled, she smiled back. Now, that sounds really simple and really a small thing to do. But, but it makes a big impact. I think so. But it's just, I think so. And, you know, if I can, and that person maybe do it to somebody else later on, that makes a difference. And I think this time that we're in at the moment has made us realize even more and more, and back to social media, where social media, in part, I think part of it, I think you're right what you said. It can be a great tool, positive tool, a tool of connection, across the world, great marketing tool. It's, there's a lot of positives. But also the negative is the irony of it. And the irony of it for me, social media, is you are more disconnected than ever before. Because you are actually feel like you're connecting to these thousands and some people, millions of people, where actually the neighbor next door to you and your close friends two blocks down and your uncle who lives not far away, how many times are you really connecting with those people? Right. But you can walk down the street with a phone, literally, you're nearly headbutting it as you're walking because you're looking and scrolling and scrolling, but you're not seeing what's in front of you. Uh, you're not aware of it. Personally, that's sad. To me personally, I think as a, as a human race, I think if we're all going to be walking around like zombies, as you've already said, I think we've lost the plot. I think, <laughs> I think we've lost what we're about as a tribe and as a, as a species. Yeah, that's, I don't know. It's just, technology is becoming so powerful. It's becoming yeah. so, 
powerful and it's just like you know they keep inventing new stuff and you know they say my generation which is generation was z we're supposed to you know i don't know we're the ones that are actually gonna make a change to the world i don't know how it's gonna go i think the world's gonna be more digitalized than anything else yeah. you know artificial intelligence is about to be replaced by um robots soon um it's just it's scary it's it's exciting at the same time because I'll live to see it and God's willing, but it's it's it, it's it's exciting, but it's still scary to see like what like what is up, you know, like why is technology moving so fast? And and I felt like during COVID is when you saw the power of technology mm. and social media. One with the vaccine, and two like if you just sit down and look. And just pay attention to technology. Yo, these technology companies are really, are really blazing hot, like, you know, like ahead of their time. And it's just, I think this whole thing is just, it's just crazy. And like, now back to what you're saying, you know, you smiled where you were on. You smiled at that lady. And yeah. that, that could make a big impact on her. And I feel like we don't do that a lot. Uh, you know, I mean, especially during 2020, 2021, I feel like, you know, COVID has definitely, like, you know, stripped a lot of people of that joy that they have to go outside and just, you know, do what they want to do. But, okay, for me, for example, um, I like to stay positive. So wherever I go, I always take the time out to be ask somebody, how are they doing? How's the day going? Because you never know. You might be the only person that asked them that today. And they're probably having a horrible day. You know? Yeah. And uh, I, I just, I just, I just try to give myself to other people, you know, my positivity, because I know a lot of people are going through rough times right now, and a lot of people just, as you said, zombies, as we said, just you know, just zombies, they're just stuck in this social media world, and they, they, they're trying to find them, they're trying to get out of it, but they can't, because they, they're trapped. I think a lot of people also um, let's talk about you know, sort of the the average family in the UK that are are not rich but they're not poor, so middle of the road. And there's mm-hmm. also a, a kind of um, wheel of of a habitual wheel that goes round and round and round. So you know you used to what you like what you used to. So every year you have a, at least a good one good holiday, maybe two. Uh, we don't normally have the long holidays anymore, but you'll do a, a long haul holiday, and you'll maybe do a couple of short haul holidays and i'm again via social media which i've tried to to really tune down to the absolute minimum i like to know what's going on in the world i'll skim through very quickly on my phone five minutes ten minutes a day maximum i'll get right that's going on what's going on in the u.s right capital um with uh, with what's happened with trump whatever just to be aware just to be able to have a conversation with anybody in business mainly and say yeah i'm I'm up to date with what's going on. But apart from that, I don't look at it. But you see a lot of people saying, oh, you know, I haven't been able to be on a holiday this year. It's really terrible. And then we had the quarantine and we were asked to come back earlier because of the virus. And I'm like, and 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 again, this is not a judgment, but I find that, you know, I, I'm grateful to be able to see that difference or that contrast of, Somebody telling me how bad things are because they couldn't go on holiday. Yeah, and I'm like, it, really? <laughs> is, yeah, is that important? Really? Right. 
where I could tell you that COVID has effect of um affected me right now is that I'm trying to go back home to New York to right. see my family because I haven't seen them in two years. I've seen my mom in two years. But I feel like there's something that always pops up where there's a lockdown or New York is getting hotter than ever because it's one of the hottest states. Yeah. COVID wise, um, especially where I'm going, the city has over our, what a hundred thousand cases. The last time I checked, it's probably even skyrocketed past that. So wow. it's just there's just so many um steps I have to take. I gotta get COVID tested before I go, COVID tested when I'm there, mm. you know, so I don't have to quarantine. And it and, and that beats my mentality because I haven't seen my mom in two years, you know. I've been I feel like I need to go see them. Two years. It's been two years since I've seen my, my mom. Yes. See my parents. Wow. So you so, you're a lot on the you're a lot on the older video chats and FaceTime and so on. Basically, it's not more not really video chats. We just we talk on the phone from time to time, you know. Yeah. But I'm trying to instead of time to time, I'm trying to make it an everyday thing. Right. But I know I know COVID has has um affected me, you know, negatively as well. I just try not to dwell on it or sleep on it because at the end of the day, like you know, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. You know, they said distance make the heart grow fonder. So. I think I I think everything happens for a reason. I'm just trying to stay positive. But, you know, like, I just. I think so. Go, go on. Go on. No, sorry. I was saying, I, hopefully I get to see them within the next um couple months. I was supposed to go back next month, but something came up. So I have to wait until probably like April or so to go see them. I think there's one sentence that I've used. I mean, I've been using it. I've actually um, um, one of my goals for this year and. I was doing it until about a year ago, 18 months ago, because the previous company that I was in, I was doing a lot of what I call coaching on the side. So I was doing some leadership coaching, uh, some coaching on, on mindset management, some coaching on communication, which I invented myself. Just it was more of a pastime because a lot of people were saying, hey, you've got this experience, can you show us? And I was um, taken in by the HR department and said, look, Alexi, you know, uh, you've got you're senior enough in the company. I'm sure you can um, uh, do it, you know, like two hours a, a month or whatever it was. And I used to uh, do a lot of this leadership training, which I love doing. And because uh, you made me think about it with uh, what you said about the mentoring. And I'd like to go and do a bit more of that again, because you know, when I spoke to this woman that I talked to you about in the beginning and the one I just met in this, in this petrol station just by chance, the first thing she said to me was, or one of the first she said, Oh, I wish you would come to my company and give my management some leadership coaching and teach them how to communicate with their staff. <laughs> <laughs> and she's never met me before. I didn't even mention that I do any coaching of any sort. And, uh, and, and she came out with it just off the bat. You know, and I was just looking at her going, oh, little do you know. <laughs> right. But, 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 but that's, just one, that's just one example. I think we can have all this social media and and this ability to connect all across the world. But I think what I have found has happened and myself included is we have neglected ourselves. And that's the weirdest thing to say. We've got everything on our fingertips. We can communicate with anybody across the world. You're in the U S I'm in the UK, but yet sometimes, and I'm doing more of it is we sometimes need to take care of ourselves. I think give ourselves a bit more time give ourselves uh yeah and that goes about liking yourself a little bit more appreciating your weaknesses um and focusing a bit more on your strengths um 
and just taking care of yourself, whether that be health-wise, whether that will be not giving yourself such a hard time. I'll give you something really, this is going to sound trivial and, and ridiculous, but I'm going to share it with you. I've got a, two whiteboards in my, in my sort of room office, and one is for uh, podcast and a couple of private things that I'm doing, and one is for work. Right. And the one, the personal one, when I've got my like to do list, I've gone against my own mantra, which is don't put more than two or three things that you know you can complete, that you know will move you forward, that will use some of your energy, but will not at the same time overwhelm you. You won't overwhelm yourself by saying, oh my God, I've got all those nine things to do. And if I right. don't do them by tomorrow afternoon before I start work on Monday, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a bad person or I didn't do it. And you're getting not stressed, but you're getting sort of a little bit anxious about it. And what I'm going to do after this phone call mm -hmm. is I'm going to take a, a, a piece of kitchen roll. I'm going to take half of that stuff off. <laughs> that I'm... I got there because I got a bit too enthusiastic. I thought, come on, new year, let's go for it. I'm going to take some of that off and go, Alexi, calm it down. You'll, you'll <laughs> do it. Add, add it for next week or next weekend or whatever. But don't be your own worst enemy. Yes, most definitely, and I'm I'll, I'm also guilty of that as well. Like I like say I have a lot of things to do, and mm. then I get my biggest thing is distractions, mm. and I just get sidetracked, and I'm like, oh, I, do, I got I got little to nothing done. It's just like, oh my god, I'll, then I start to beat myself up. Then I get anxiety, yeah. you know, I get overwhelmed, and now I'm just frustrated, and now I'm just like, I don't know what to do, and now I want to cry, and now I'm just angry and just stressed, and then I gotta realize, you know. Every day is a new day. You know, we not saying we have time, but, you know, every day is a new day, a new opportunity. You can get all the stuff done. So with me, obviously, getting away from my social media and trying to stay away from technology, I've been able to get a lot more done, make a lot more phone calls I need to make. Um, <laughs> doing, you know, just communicating with the people I need to communicate with. Spending more time to myself. Just basically self-reflecting, checking what my flaws are and correcting them. Because I also have, as I said, I also have a whiteboard for 2021, like a vision board of yeah. all the things that I want to do. And so far, I don't look at it often, but I know what's on there. But just anytime I feel like I'm getting sidetracked, I look at it and be like, okay, I got, I got these goals I need to accomplish. Get me right back on track, you know. Because visualization is, is, the, is the most important part. Picture uh, yourself. I was, I was hoping you were going to come onto that word. I was going to mention it, but I could see you getting there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So visualization is the most important part. You got to visualize yourself as if you're there already. You've already accomplished it. You, you know, you pop the champagne. You're like, okay, cool. I've been successful for the year. And then I'll keep that energy and just actually accomplish everything that you want for the year. You know, replicate it. Let it, let it be a deja vu moment. Like I've been here before. Yeah. Mentally, you've been there before. Now physically, you just got to get there. Uh, I think it's uh, another word for auto-suggestion. I think it's, the, it's one and the same thing. Um, I, I mentioned this to you before. I've actually done that um, already twice in my life. I've actually set a specific goal or vision. I want to be this particular, um, let's call it this particular person in a brand new industry. Um, I've done that now twice. And both of those were two different industries in my career. And I auto-suggested myself into that role between a year and 18 months and then what i found happen is that your actions going forward uh manifest themselves towards that goal so sub your subconscious starts to gets to work and basically you start to do things subconsciously and subconsciously that um 
in, you know, it can take a while. Like I said, it could take a year, 18 months, but it, you end up going in that direction. So it means that you're no longer doing stuff and things that do not link to this goal or vision. Um, but if you don't have that on the board, you haven't painted it, you haven't drawn it, it can, people put a picture, a photo, a, I want to be living in Hawaii in 10 years' time. I want to have my own business. It's going to be called this, that. If you don't put any of that down, as you said, or paint it or draw it, then, then, then sorry to be negative, but it's not going to happen. Right. You got to, as I say, more people, there's a higher percentage of people that will be more successful if they write what their goals down, if yeah. they write down what their goals are for the, either for the week, for the day, for the year, yeah. for the next two yeah. minutes. If you write it down, yeah. you keep yourself accountable because you wrote it down. That's the first step. Now you got to do it, you know, and only person's watching you is God. Anybody else watching you. Nobody yeah, and those knows words are very it. powerful. Very, very powerful. So, yeah, I, could, I just... couldn't agree more with that. You make yourself accountable. I think I think that's a very, it's a very uh, good sense. And I think the other side of that writing things down that I was listening to um, um, a very famous podcast in the US called Rich Roll. Um, who is, 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 you know, you, you should look him up. Uh, it's a fantastic podcast. A very rich role, rich role. He's, uh, he does podcasts with, he, he, similar to kind of what we're doing, but you know, on a, on a <laughs> 10 levels up, he's, uh, mm -hmm. he will interview, I don't know, um, a doctor regards to metabolism. He'll interview, um, an Olympic, um, uh, swimmer, but then they'll get down to the, the peaks and troughs of life, you know, they went through a hard time is how did they get out of it? You know, so more like an inspirational, informative chat, but in a nice conversational way, similar to what we're doing. And you learn something as well. And I think one I also picked up from him and from this other guy that I'm listening to as well, who is a fan of Rich Roll, who's a DJ in the UK. He's invented a podcast called uh, How to Wow, where he inter interviews uh, stars, but, you know, people that are maybe well known, but breaks them down and, 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 and tries to relay a message to the public about how you can, that nugget of information or inspiration that you can learn from that person. And they'll sort of share a bit of their magic with you. You know, how did they do it? How can they wow you by, by showing that they actually maybe had, you know, a huge amount of determination or tenacity or you create your own luck, whatever it might be. You know, it can be the Elton Johns of the world, the Rod Stewart's, the whoever. Um, and the thing that I also picked up was writing things down, maybe, and I don't do it often enough, and I need to start doing it more often. If you've got anxiety, so you've got one side, two sides of writing things down. One is for the goals to be able to visualize, and the other is to offload. We keep a lot of stuff in our head. We keep a lot of stuff, you know, the anxiety, uh, things that we're not looking forward to, things that got to us last week. And if you write those things down, you offload them onto a book, it's kind of it, kind of what it starts to do, it, it releases it, but it's also part of compartmentalization. So you kind of draw a, you acknowledge it, but you by putting it down and writing it down, you're kind of passing it at the same time. Right. And that helps to release it a little bit. It helps you to be less anxious because of it. Yeah, that makes, that makes, that makes, that makes a ton of sense. Um, because I realize, you know, like I said, that's where the overwhelming comes from. Because you're, you're like, you know, you're over processing all the stuff you have to do. So yeah. if you just write it down. One, you give yourself a breather. Two, all your ideas are now written on a materialistic board. You don't have to think about it anymore. You can just look at it 
and just do one thing at a time. As you said, it's compartmentalizing, prioritizing, you know. Yeah, but, but it's also, also we are, as you get older, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm from, from memory, I'm 27, 28 years older than you. You gather more and more stuff in your hard drive. And right. you've got to find a way of releasing that because, you know, I, I, I don't know how many terabytes I've got, but it's not, in, you know, it's not indefinite. It's not, you know, it's not infinity. So <laughs> you need to release some of it because if not, what can happen is it's happened to me. It's happened to loads of people. I know you, it, a certain action that you didn't write down, that you didn't compartmentalize, or in other words, deal with, will then resurface itself by something you did yesterday that then brings it back to the fore again. Right. And, and it means you never quite boxed it off. You never quite dealt with it. But we're human. You know, things happen. We just got to we gotta bounce back the next day or whenever we have a chance, you know. I believe in going through emotions. If you feel like you're overwhelmed with something, go through the emotion. If you feel sad, go through the emotion. Because at the end of the day, think about crying. Crying is required to release pain, anxiety, stress, yeah. whatever the case may be. Same with emotions. Pain is made for you to go through it. One, you're teaching your body a new emotion. And two, you're teaching yourself how to handle it. So it's as I said, experience is the best teacher. And emotion gives you experience. So we just got to find a way how to, 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 to control that in our um, advantage and just you know, just push forward, just bounce back whenever we can. Well, I would say as we're, as we're sort of approaching the, the, the 15 minutes, I would say to sort of ra- wrap up here from my side and then, then you're very welcome to sort of uh, wrap up on your side, summarize whatever you want to say. Um, I think for me, my goal for this year, the overriding goal is to keep things as simple yes. as possible and and on the flip side of that or in connection with that simple but more meaningful so whether you call that mindfulness or being more grateful in the moment it's just keeping it simple but keeping it pure so that whatever you're enjoying you're enjoying it with what you've just said very eloquently all the way through this conversation more focused on that moment and that person you're getting more out of it they're getting more out of it and then you've got more moments that you can uh, remember draw back on later and 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 uh, and memories as well you've got something you can draw back on that's meaningful rather than a lot of tasks and a lot of things and a lot of flicking on social media and 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 you gain nothing from that and surely that for me is 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 my key to this year you know my goal is keep it simple and keep it meaningful um because if any, if we've learned anything in the last nine months, I think I think that for me is the main the main goal going into this year. Right. Uh, my goals for twenty twenty one is obviously like you know, I'm starting to learn myself more, just understanding who Carlisle is as a person, on a human and a spiritual level. Um, obviously, just getting closer to God, as I said before, and those are my main goals. Those are my main goals: understanding me, understanding where I fit in with God's plan. And then outside of that, all the materialistic stuff come, comes after. So whether it's school, car, house, whatever the case may be, those come after. But main goal is understanding who I am as a person, figuring out who Carlisle is as a person through humanistic eyes and through God's eyes. And that's my main goal for 2021. Obviously, not catching COVID. And, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I've been, I've been blessed to not, to not get it. 
And I feel like if I got it, it's probably when remember when I saw you a po- when I saw you on on the plane to Poland. I yeah. think after that, I think because I was sick for two weeks when I got back. So I think maybe that was the first strain of it. Maybe because right. I did lose, you know, sense of you know, taste and smell, all that stuff. But I don't, I don't know. I it probably could just, I just probably just got a cold. But it was two weeks. Yeah. But other than that, um, I haven't really gotten sick for the year, and and it's it's been a blessing. I've known people that have gotten sick and had COVID, and they are suffering when it comes to, like tasting, like food yeah. and smell, yeah. and I'm like. I love food, and if I can't taste a brownie, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> but it's the way you just said that. You, we went into what well, I would say deep and meaningful. I don't want to big ourselves up too much, but yeah, we went into quite a you know quite an interesting right. um, a conversation right at the end. You go, oh, by the way, one of my goals, I don't want to get COVID. <laughs> yeah, I, I like <laughs> excellent. If I don't want, I mean, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. You know, like that's the. <laughs> I think my That's immune system call, is strong. Uh, dry humor, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, um, I don't know if you've heard, but there's been something going around for nine months. I don't want to get that thing. It's I really, don't. It's, it's, it's so useful if I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 to be honest, I, I went through the, I went through the same as you. I think not long afterwards, and mm-hmm. I did the whole smell, taste, it went, and I had some of the headaches and a bit of the coughing as well. Right. Um. But um, I, it wasn't severe on any on, on, on any scale at all. I, I felt all right in myself, but you could feel that I had these these symptoms that were that were there. I shook it off, and I think you know um, taking care of yourself and eating the right things helps, and the exercise and whatever, which I'm not doing enough of, but I'm, that's another one of my goals to exercise more this year and just to put it more into my weekly routine, routine. rather than seeing it as an add-on. As a, right. I need to exercise. No, just go for a walk. You know, just, just don't. And, and I think one of the things that a lot of people have found are, are getting better at that I've spoken to is don't talk about it. Just don't do it. think about it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, okay, you fall flat, you fall on your face, or maybe not even. You pick yourself up, you dust, this, you dust yourself off as it goes, as the saying goes, and you, just, and you try again or do, or do something else. Right, but you know, there's a lot of people going back to social media. They talk about a lot of stuff, and oh yeah, now I've got these ideas, and I've got that, and this and that. But actually, how many of those people are actually doing anything? Right, they just talk a good game. Exactly. Well, anyway, on that note, I'm going to wish you a lovely whatever time it is for you and I. So. Uh, it's eleven oh one. Eleven oh one. So, um, I'm uh, I'm going to have to get my second or third British cup of tea with. Nice golden brown, one sugar. I used to have three sugars, so I'm trying to improve. Right. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to wish you a lovely day. Thank you very, very much again for, for wanting to, 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 to do this with me again. It's absolutely my privilege and my pleasure. Of course, you know, anytime, any place, anywhere, just shoot me a message and um, I'll always be down to have a conversation about life. My pleasure. Speak to you soon. Thank